Welcome again to Dell's Enterprise Podcast Series. I'm Russ Riley, along with Jeff Johnson, and today we're discussing a hot topic in the storage world, iSCSI. What do you know about iSCSI? Well, not nearly enough, but fortunately we have Joe Pollock and Travis Vigil with us today. Joe is the storage marketing manager, and Travis is one of the senior product managers leading Dell's iSCSI product strategy. So let's listen in on the conversation between Joe and Travis and see why iSCSI is a simpler and more cost-effective way to deploy storage area networks. Today I have with me Travis Vigil, who's one of our senior product managers and who's leading Dell's iSCSI product strategy. Travis, welcome. Hi, Joe. Travis, I want to get your thoughts on iSCSI and the importance of it, but first begin by telling me what is iSCSI? The iSCSI concept is pretty simple, actually. People are familiar with hard drives, and the way processors talk to hard drives is through the use of the SCSI command set. So this is how it's been for 20 years now. iSCSI takes the SCSI command set and allows it to be sent over a network. So instead of a processor communicating with a hard drive that's internal to a server system, it actually communicates with a hard drive that is across a network, in this case an Ethernet network uh, running IP. So instead of disk drives being physically resident on a server, they can be located somewhere else on a network. Is that true? That's right. It sounds to me like iSCSI is yet another acronym in the world of storage. We've had NAS, we've had SAN, and now iSCSI. Why does it seem that storage is so confusing? I think there's a couple reasons for that, Joe. The first is that external storage is a new concept for a lot of users. So there's some level of learning necessary to come up to speed on the jargon. But I think there's an underlying issue that vendors have made storage more complicated than it actually needs to be. And this is because that they want to proliferate their standard or their idea around storage so that they can get a higher margin. I think iSCSI does away with all that because it's a very simple concept. You're using standard IP networks, standard Ethernet switches, standard networking components that come with your server, and you're connecting to arrays that talk a standard protocol. So it's all very easy, very simple to understand, and it really brings down dramatically the cost of deploying a SAN. Okay, so you mentioned a SAN, which is a storage area network. Can you explain some of the benefits of a SAN? Absolutely, Joe. SAN is just a fancy way of saying that all your servers on a network can see and access a pool of storage. Now, somebody might ask, well, that's a pretty simple concept, and it sounds kind of complicated instead of having those hard drives resident in the server itself. So what's the benefit? Well, it all comes down to equipment utilization and easier manageability. If you have a shared pool of storage, you can make sure that servers that have high capacity requirements get access to that storage, and servers with low capacity requirements don't have any storage. So on average, people who deploy SAN see 75 to 85% utilization, whereas people who don't have 50% capacity utilization. The other benefit of a SAN is manageability. If you have all of your storage located in one place, it's easier to back up, it's easier to manage, and ultimately it saves you money because of the fact that it's easier to manage. So a traditional storage area network has been generally built on fiber channel uh, infrastructures, such as fiber channel fabrics and, and switches and adapter cards. Um, 
I keep reading uh, from many people that SANS are expensive and, and complicated. Is it true that Fiber Channel makes SANS expensive and complicated? Historically, all SANS have been deployed using Fiber Channel, and it's been a great technology from that perspective. And even today, Fiber Channel is a high-performance interconnect, so you'll continue to see people using Fiber Channel for a long time to deploy storage area networks. What iSCSI does is it simplifies the storage area network experience because you're utilizing common components that you have in your corporate uh, LAN. These are very familiar concepts for most IT professionals. So it's really more about simplifying the deployment of a SAN because these are, these are components that IT users are, are familiar with and also lowering costs. Because of the fact that these components are used on standard servers and for standard network switches, the upfront cost for acquiring an iSCSI SAN is much lower than that of a fiber channel SAN. Okay, so what is iSCSI? Is it hardware? Is it software? What is it? It's a protocol. That's all it is. iSCSI specifies the way that you take SCSI commands and you put them into an Ethernet frame and then send that frame out over an IP network. The implementation of iSCSI varies, but in its simplest form, you use standard networking components, network interface cards or NICs, LOM or LAN on motherboard, and standard Ethernet or IP switches. So from that perspective, it's just software. It sounds to me like you can then leverage your existing Ethernet network to create an iSCSI-based SAN. Is that true? You can do that. The issue you have around storage traffic in general is that it's very latency dependent. So there are probably some things that you should do to your network in terms of quality of service and VLANing in order to make sure that you get the highest performance possible from that Ethernet network. But for simplicity's sake, what you see a lot of people do is actually deploy a completely separate Ethernet network for their iSCSI traffic. Now, this makes it easier to deploy, and it also gives you the maximum performance that you can get out of that network for that storage traffic. But even if you completely replicate a separate network for iSCSI, the equipment you're using is so much less expensive than alternatives, it still makes sense economically. With iSCSI, it seems to be a way of uh, just redeploying storage more effectively on your existing Ethernet network. One thing I want to ask is uh, about network-attached storage. It also plugs into a network, so what is the difference? The difference comes in how systems attached to that storage see that storage. So with network-attached storage, systems that are attached to a NAS see the storage as files. So there is a file system that lives on the NAS. Systems attached via iSCSI to a storage array see that storage as though it were a local hard drive. That's the big difference. Yeah, historically NAS has been for file sharing and the way that you communicate with those files, you know, there are multiple layers through the Ethernet protocol that have to be built up to package that information between the two systems. Um, with iSCSI it almost seems like you've got this direct connection with a remote system to where it seems locally attached. Uh, I have been reading lately that there are new NAS systems that are they're called unified systems that support the traditional uh, file sharing approach plus now they have support for iSCSI. So 
Give me a little bit of insight into what unified NAS is. That's just a fancy way of saying that you can do NAS protocols, protocols like SIFS and NFS, and block protocols, iSCSI, over the same connection. So the deployment of that system is still systems attached to it will either attach as though it were a file share or systems will attach via iSCSI as though it were local disk. So in this case you really have a multi-purpose storage array that allows you to both share files and do block applications. Now give me an example of what block applications are. Are we talking email or databases? What do we, what do we mean by application data blocks? All applications are designed to run with a hard drive, right? You've got to store the data somewhere eventually. So every application in that sense is a block application. Email, databases, Oracle, those are all applications that have high storage demands that could benefit from a storage area network or iSCSI that are block applications. File sharing is a very specific use of storage. It's, I got a lot of files that different people need to access and share. It sounds like iSCSI is not only going to benefit network attached storage, but also storage area networks. So I'd like to explore a little further. What does Dell have envisioned in terms of integrating iSCSI into its portfolio? Well, Dell's been shipping an iSCSI array now for over two years. And that array has been targeted primarily at small and medium businesses. Going forward, as iSCSI becomes more widely used, we see value in many of the same things that we've talked about today. So the ability to add block capability to your network attached storage device, that's valuable for some customers. The ability to add iSCSI capability even to fiber channel devices, because you might have some high performance applications that connect via fiber channel and some lower performance applications that connect via iSCSI. So we really see iSCSI as a pervasive technology that's offered on NAS boxes, block optimized boxes. And going forward as we look towards 10 gigabit ethernet, we see big opportunities for iSCSI to have performance applications. You mentioned that Dell has had an iSCSI solution for two years. I believe what you're referring to is the Dell EMC AX product line. Uh, what I've recently seen is the Dell EMC CX3 and the, the models 20 and, and models 40 now support a combination of both fiber channel and iSCSI. Can you give me an idea of why a customer would need both technologies? Sure, Joe. I think that's just an example of what I was talking about earlier. You have a customer who has high performance applications, maybe an Oracle database that they're clustering. They're going to connect to their storage via the highest performance, lowest latency fabric available in the market today, and that's fiber channel. But you might have a development server or some other low performance server that you've never been able to justify getting into your storage area network because the cost of fiber channel HBAs were too high. With iSCSI complementing your fiber channel connectivity, you can get more servers into your storage area network and further increase the utilization of that storage. So the new Dell EMC CX320 and CX340 arrays enable customers to continue with their fiber channel infrastructures, but also now begin uh, deploying iSCSI as part of the same solution. So that combination 
I see as, as very important. Many customers are also talking about the transition to 10 gigabit Ethernet. When is the right time to move to iSCSI? We think the right time to move to iSCSI is now. A lot of people talk about 10 gigabit Ethernet as the point in time where you should move to iSCSI because the performance of the fabric at that point in time would be higher performing than it is today. And we're certainly very excited about 10 gigabit Ethernet. But there's value in deploying iSCSI today. You can get more out of your SAN. 1 gigabit iSCSI lowers the barrier to entry for a server to get into your SAN. You can buy network interface cards very inexpensively compared to fiber channel HBAs. So do it today. You mentioned the relative low cost of Ethernet, NIC cards and what have you. It sounds like iSCSI is going to really begin to change the economics of storage. Do you share that opinion? I think it already is. Ultimately, there's a lot of value in this concept of unified fabric and allowing IT users to have a simpler environment by only maintaining, managing one infrastructure. And iSCSI allows you to do that over Ethernet, especially as we move on forward to 10 gigabit Ethernet. But even today, at 1 gigabit Ethernet, what a lot of people don't understand is that many applications aren't bandwidth constrained. So you'll see equivalent performance from a 1 gig iSCSI array as you would from a 4 gig fiber channel array, depending on your application. So we're seeing iSCSI make a larger and larger part of the market. And as it does, it brings lower cost, easier to use, easier to understand technologies to IT users. I see another potential advantage of iSCSI is regarding the learning curve associated with managing a storage area network based on a ubiquitous Ethernet topology versus a fiber channel infrastructure. It just seems to me that because Ethernet has been around for such a long time, there would be more people out there who would understand how to set up storage networks based on that, that fabric. Would you agree? I think there's a lot of truth to that, Joe. I actually have a phrase I use to describe that. I call that economies of learning. Every IT professional out there has experience with Ethernet. So from a sheer understanding perspective, iSCSI is a lot more familiar than Fiber Channel, which is a completely separate network. And iSCSI puts more of the management of a storage area network at the end nodes. So you could using standard networking best practices, the same best practices that you've always used, configure your Ethernet network to give your iSCSI application the right level of bandwidth and the right quality of service, much like you would get in a fiber channel network. And the great thing is, IT professionals already know how to do that. What can IT organizations do today to begin preparing for uh, widespread iSCSI deployment in the future? I think that answer is different depending on who you are. If you're a larger organization or any organization that's already deployed Fiber Channel, you're not going to throw that Fiber Channel away. It doesn't make any sense to do that. It's a great technology for what it was designed to do. But what you can do is begin using iSCSI either through a combo product like we have in the CX3-20 or through some sort of iSCSI to fiber channel bridge. That'll allow you to put low performance servers into your fiber channel network and to begin using iSCSI to see, see how it really runs. Take it out for a test drive. If you're a company that's never went down the storage area network route, 
I think the main thing that you need to do to get ready for iSCSI is to start thinking about this concept of a storage area network and start thinking about the values of consolidating your storage. We believe that long-term iSCSI is the right infrastructure choice. Now, Fiber Channel will continue to be a higher performance option for the foreseeable future. But, again, as we move down the road, as we move on to 10 gigabit Ethernet, iSCSI starts to make a lot of sense in a lot more applications. So we've talked about plenty of good applications for iSCSI in the world of storage. What are the key takeaways that you want to leave us with? I think there's a couple things I'd like to leave you with. I know that IT users have probably been hearing about iSCSI for quite some time now. The protocol was standardized back in 2002. I want there to be an understanding that many of the deployments, many of the implementations of iSCSI that we've seen to date haven't been everything that all IT users would have hoped for. But that's not an indictment of the underlying technology. I think what you're seeing with Tier 1 vendors like Dell and EMC coming out with iSCSI products is that these iSCSI products really are ready for prime time and ready for deployment. And the final thing I'd like to leave you with today is just this concept of IP being the right infrastructure choice long term. IP will always be in the enterprise because that's what we have our corporate messaging on. And as we move forward to 10 gigabit Ethernet and iSCSI over 10 gigabit Ethernet, this becomes very compelling for a lot of different applications. And that's not to put Fiber Channel down. Like I said, Fiber Channel is the performance interconnect today. But long term, the ability for IT users to use a single network for both their storage and networking traffic is very compelling. And that's really why Dell is so excited about iSCSI. Thanks for helping to clarify iSCSI for us and providing Dell's perspective on the way this very interesting new technology is going to begin changing the economics of storage. You're welcome, Joe. Okay, so now I see the advantages of iSCSI, but where can we get more information? Visit us online at dell.com storage. And please, join us again for other installments of Dell's Enterprise Podcast Series.